Are you ready to discover and unlock your full potential in God? Are you ready to release the power of God in your life? Or do you sense that purpose and destiny are beckoning you to take a leap of faith? If so, continue to listen to this episode. I want to welcome you to Conversations with Chris. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. I'm going to share uncompromising truth and amazing insights as we partner with God on our journey to wholeness, purpose, and to pursue our callings and passion. Take a listen and please stay tuned to the end of the episode. I've got some exciting updates to share with you. See you in just a few minutes. Well, thank you for taking time out to join me on this wonderful day to engage in this conversation with Chris. I know and I pray that this topic will be relevant, will be real, will be rich and rewarding. As a matter of fact, do me a favor, share, download, invite friends, family, followers, co-workers to this episode. I believe that this is going to be a life-changing conversation. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr., and thank you for listening to Conversations with Chris. I know it's been a while since we've gotten together and talked, but I will explain that so much more in so greater depths at a later time frame. I wanted to really come back and have this conversation with you because we are living in unprecedented times. This day that we're living in, this season, this generation, it has been marked with ups and downs. It is like none other. We're living through something that we've not seen and experienced prior to World War I, II, the Vietnam conflict, the smallpox. I mean, we are living in uncharted and unprecedented times. As the Bible says, we've never been this way before. And so it's important that we have conversations that will really change lives, one family, one person, one individual at a time. Today, I really want to talk to you about experiencing loss versus being a loser. Did you know it's possible that you could lose and not become a loser? That is a major difference. And I believe so many times we take on what happens to us as our identity. You see, let me explain. Just because I lose something doesn't mean I'm a loser. No more than me sitting in a garage means I'm a parked car. Just because I do something one time, two times, three times, it doesn't have to define me. But if we're not careful, we'll allow the experiences of life to label us, to put us in a box that may sometimes become hard or nearly impossible to get out. It's no different than an elementary school failing, an elementary school student failing a test. And coming home to their parents and saying, I did my best, but I got a 69. And the parents looking at them and saying, you're dumb, you're stupid. Pause for a minute. Is that person really dumb or stupid? Or maybe they just didn't test well that day. Or maybe they didn't understand that specific subject. But should they get a label? Should it become their identity because of an incident? You see, if we're not careful, we'll allow the ups and downs of life to label us. 
and not really our father who has named us. Is this making sense to you? I want you to really take notes because I believe that while we're going through the motions, people are losing money. People are losing careers, losing family members. I mean, we're losing time. We're losing fun. We're losing memories. But at the end of the day, I can't allow that to become who I am because if so, it will be what I do always. Let me give you scripture just to make sure that we stand on the truth, which is the word of God. Well, do you remember over, I think that is in Proverbs 24, verse 16. Proverbs 24, 16 will be my reference point in scripture today. And it says in the King James Version, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. I love how the message translation states it. It says, no matter how many times you trip them up, God loyal people don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their faces. Let me read it from one other translation, a newer translation, the Passion Translation. It says, for the lovers of God may suffer adversity and stumble seven times but they will continue to rise over and over again. But the righteous are brought down by just one calamity and will never be able to rise again. You see, my friend, it is in your DNA to bounce back. It's in your DNA if you're a God-loyal person, if you love God. It's in your DNA to get back up again. But I think we have a, a, a disparity uh, and some incongruence in our teaching and our understanding of what it means to really follow God and love him. Following God and loving God does not exempt us from trials. It doesn't exempt us from being knocked down. It doesn't even mean we won't feel the effects of what's going on in the environment or the culture around us. But being a follower of God, it guarantees my ability to get back up again. You see, that's the truth of the word of God. Being a Christian, a believer, being a saint, it does not mean that we're exempt from being in this world. But it does mean we don't set our affections on things of this world. It means that what happens to me does not define me. I am who my father says I am. And it doesn't matter what happens in me or outside of me. My identity is secure in my father. You see, to lose... By definition, if we just take it at its face value, it means to fail to win or to fail to keep or hold. Can we just pause and even just accept reality that everyone can't win all the time? There must be a winner and a loser in any competition. It's unrealistic to think that we put our children into sports games or competitions, even a spelling bee. And think that they'll always win everything. Let me caution you, my friend. If that is the thinking, if that is the what's propagated, if that's what's communicated, then we're setting people up for a miserable and depressing life because the truth is no one wins every small situation. The truth is we win the big picture. We win the war. But in this life, there are going to be troubles. 
There are going to be turbulence. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be opposition. We have an adversary. But it doesn't mean that we should stay down. So yes, as a believer, yes, as a good person, even as a billionaire or a leader, it is guaranteed that you will not come out on top in certain situations. By definitions, we all will lose. Let me say that again. We will all lose or we will all experience loss. You must let that settle in. You must change your thinking, accept truth that loss is part of it. Now, I know there's a lot of naming and claiming. There's a lot of teaching that may seem contradictory, but you do know, Joe said, man that is born a woman is few days and full of trouble. Come on. Can you really imagine everyone always wins? Take a journey through the Bible. David lost his son. Goliath lost his, Goliath lost his head. Even Samson lost his own life because he lost his hair. Mary lost her. The Bible is full of losses, but we don't call them losers. As a matter of fact, David is in the Hall of Heroes. He's a part of the group, the patriarchs of the faith. But he experienced major loss. So losses don't define us. Neither do they put us in a category or a condition or neither do they define our spirituality. Let me clean that up just a moment. You're not Christian based off whether you lose or win. You're not more spiritual or less spiritual if you win or lose. That has nothing to do with Christianity. Being a Christian means I've decided to be a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ. It does not mean I'm going to always win or I will always lose. It's just a part of life. The sun shines on the just and the unjust. Into every life, a poet said, a little rain must fall. You see, so losing is a part of life. But in contradiction, a loser is a person who is unable to be successful on a sustained basis. Wow. It said a sustained basis. It's not just someone who experiences loss. It's destined to lose. Let me say that again. This is going to make a lot of sense. A loser is destined to lose. My friend, do you believe that you're destined to lose or you simply experience loss. You see, a loser is destined to lose. When they start the competition, they're going to lose. When they engage the competition, they're going to lose. No matter how hard they try, no matter what they do, because they are a loser, by definition, they lose. You see, we have to be careful what label we accept or put on others. Because unknowingly, we're living out the labels that we've given ourselves and other people. You know, life and death in the power of the tongue, and we do eat the fruit of it. Let's pause. Take a mental assessment. How many times have you felt like a loser or declared that I am a loser? How many times have you called someone a loser? When your favorite team does not come out on top or score more points than the others, do you call them losers? 
God forbid your child gives their best in school. Your daughter is in a beauty pageant. She does everything proper, but out of 30 young ladies, there can only be one person who wears a crown. Dare we say she's a loser because someone simply excelled at one thing better than she did. No, my friend, we must adjust our language. We must adjust our thinking because they're not a loser because they're tried. They just allowed someone else to excel at something that they were not gifted to do. See, here's the heart of the matter. Although I'm great, I'm not greater than everyone else in everything. There is always someone who's better than me, someone who can run faster than me, someone who can speak more prolific than me, someone who could uh, 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 who has more money than me. There's someone whose car goes faster than mine. Wouldn't it be heartbreaking? Wouldn't it be debilitating if I take a, a 1972 Ford out to a racetrack and get beside a person driving a Mercedes, a brand new Mercedes, and when they leave me in the dust, I call myself a loser. No, my friend, I was outmatched from the beginning. He had better tools than me, better equipment, could have been a better driver. So I cannot call myself a loser simply because I experienced a loss. I think what we're missing in this day, this generation, this age, is a conversation on being resilient. We're missing resilience. Christians by nature are resilient. We're like rubber bands. We're made to be stretched. You see, in order to be stretched, you have to lose something. You have to become pliable. You, you, you can't stay the same forever. A rubber band is great. But a rubber band becomes greater because it's stretched and it never goes back to the same place. It loses a little firmness. It loses a little color, but it retains its value because at the end of the day, it bends, but it does not break. It's not a loser. It simply loses part of its condition, but it's still a rubber band. You see, resilience is the ability to become strong, healthy, or successful Again, after something bad happens, you don't develop resilience before you don't develop resilience during something. It's after the calamity, after the loss, that resilience starts being built. It's not before it's after it also, by definition, talks about the ability of something to return to its original shape after it has been pulled, stretched, pressed or bent. You see, my friend. Oftentimes, God may allow us to experience a loss to develop resilience in us. Hear me. I didn't say he causes us to lose. I said he can allow us to experience loss to develop resilience in us so that we can learn how to bounce back. Come on. After all, we represent him. Come on. When Jesus hung on that cross and he was agonizing in pain. He could have given up, could have thrown in the towel. Even once during the whole week, he told uh, dear Pilate, he said, I could call a legion of angels down. I could end it now. But he knew the only way to prove who he was was to allow this wrong to happen and then de defy all the laws of nature 
and defy the expectations of unbelievers and bounce back. There's something phenomenal when God allows us to be on display and we bounce back from what would take others down. When others would be drowning and crying in the sand of life. No, we seem to rise on it. When Peter got out on that boat and began to fall, he was never called a loser. God extended his hand and he began to walk again. My friend, I'm simply trying to tell you that in this season of extreme loss, extreme turbulence, extreme disappointment, this is a prolonged season. I, this We're entering into the third year of this thing. But I want to tell you, it was not the will of the Father for you to become a loser. I don't care what you lost. I don't care what was snatched. I don't care what was taken away. My friend, I want to reassure you that in Christ you can still do all things. Let me give you one other story from the Bible. Dare we call Brother Gideon a loser. Gideon had a phenomenally large army. And he was going to battle against someone else who was superior. Well, you know the story if you've read it or if you attended Sunday school or Bible study. God, in his infinite wisdom, wanted to prove who was going to be in charge. It never was about Gideon. It was always about God. I hope you heard me. When you are weak, then he is strong. It's not about you, my friend. What we go through are often times that God will simply allow us to encounter it so that he could get the glory. And so Gideon goes through a whole process and God keeps downsizing, keeps losing men, good fighters, until at the end of the day, he has a small army. Now, after all that loss, God says, now you're ready for this battle. Now you're ready for what's next in this season. What's coming up in this next season of your life, what you lost has prepared you for it. You're going to do excellent in the next season. I promise you, you're going to thrive. You're going to shine. You're going to excel in this next phase of your life. Not because of the battles you won, but because of what you experienced in your season of loss. Gideon took those 300 faithful men and they were victorious. You see, Everything that was stripped away that seemed like the loss, he realized that God proved it was not necessary in his life to be victorious. I'm simply trying to encourage you today, as you listen to this, to realize what you've lost did not make you a loser. You have not lost. You're still alive. You're still winning and you're still defying all the odds. Do you know why, my friend? Because you are a winner. You are more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ with strength as you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want you to let your faith come alive while listening to this. I want you to snap back in your mind. Snap back in your emotions. Get yourself back together. Shake yourself. Shake the dust off your head. Wash your face. Put your crown back on. Listen, he's still on the throne. And if he's in you, that means you're seated in heavenly places. You just need to be reminded 
that experiencing loss, it doesn't make you a loser. You know my saying, whatsoever is born of God, it overcomes. My friend, you're born again. You are born of God. Don't ever forget that. Your mistakes doesn't cancel it. Your behavior doesn't cancel it. Your choice of words don't cancel. Nothing cancels you being born again. You are born again. If not, I encourage you to accept the new life he has for you. It's not an insurance policy against trouble. It's an insurance policy against hell. It's not insulation from from troubles. It's insulation from the lake of fire. You're an overcomer. And I can, listen, we must accept scriptures as truth. And it does say, whatsoever, whosoever, that includes you, that's me, you, is born of God. If you've accepted him, you have been born again, as the scriptures say. My friend, you're born of God. And if you're born of God, the Bible says you are an overcomer. And this is a victory that overcomes even our faith. You overcome the world, not by how fast you run, but by staying true in your belief and standing firm in your faith. What am I telling you today? That no matter how much you've lost, no matter what's been stripped, taken, or depleted from you in this season or this process, stand firm in faith. Stand fast in the faith. Be unshakable in your faith. Because as long as you believe that you win, you always come out on top. I encourage you, this is not the season to be silent. If you have struggles with thinking about losing, if you cannot shake the thought of I'm a loser, if you cannot accept losses, if, if they're too hard to bear, my friend, after you finish praying, after you finish fasting, Make a phone call. Have a conversation with someone else. You can't handle everything. You're on a team. Don't try to carry this by yourself. The Bible says two is better than one. Because if one falls into a ditch and there's no one there to pull him out, my friend, he stays in the ditch for a long time. Don't try to carry this by yourself in this season. It's been a long time. It's time you have conversations. I encourage you. I beg of you. I plead with you. Do all the spiritual disciplines you've been taught. Fast, pray, read. Sing to yourself hymns, songs, spiritual songs. Do all of it. And when you're finished, wash your face. Shake the dust off. And call someone who's qualified to help you walk out into this winning season. My promise to you. Is that if you stand fast in your faith, you can speak to the mountain and it shall move. All things are possible to him that believe. You just can't allow the enemy to take your belief from you. My friend, you're an overcomer and you will come out on top. I am your host, Christian T. Howell Sr. This has been another episode of Conversations with Chris. Make sure you share this podcast, share this episode with someone who needs it. Download it. But more importantly, let the truth, let this word of God, 
Let these principles transform your life and go be a winner. I'll talk to you in the next episode. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Conversations with Chris podcast. If you like what you heard today, you can visit www.christiantheowell.com for more information concerning books, blogs, information on spiritual growth and development, and even some of the services we provide, such as coaching, therapy, and deliverance sessions. Also, you can find more information about all that we do at www.overcomersmovement.org. Listen, we are everywhere on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Just look for Apostle Chris or look for Overcomers Movement. Look, I enjoyed this time with you today. Before we leave, please take a moment at the end and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. If this session has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend, spread the word, tell them that Conversations with Chris is happening every week. Listen, our hearts are for you. You are born of God. You are an overcomer. You have the victory, and we'll see you next week. Take care.